Hello and welcome to Who Does a Podcast. What's <laughs> the mixtape podcast? <laughs> this is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind. Oh my god! <laughs> I went on autopilot, dig into the details behind every song on the Hamilton mixtape. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Headphone Joe. When the world turned its back on me, I was up against the wall. I had no foundation, no friends or no family to care. This episode we're covering Wrote My Way Out, the third song on the album. Technical difficulties threw me off. And yeah. when you say the same thing for 23 weeks, <laughs> it gets stuck in your head. But we are doing the mixtape, of 46. course. Yeah, but I only said it 23 oh. times. Well, it wasn't straight weeks. <laughs> but I heard it 48 or so. Uh, but yeah, speaking of the mixtape, this is track three. Joe, what are your thoughts? My thoughts on track three of the Hamilton mixtape. Um, very good song. Um, not a song I saw coming. I like the remixing hmm. of it. I like the uh, people they picked for the song. Um it had a very New York centric feel, which I found uh, very true to Lynn and the um, the essence of the song. Um, also, it was cool okay. having it's a song about writing your way out and it has Nas on it. Um, I had found this quote from Lynn. Let me pull it up. Mm, what did you say? I might have seen this, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, Lynn said, I, I'm contributing nothing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn said, I think my favorite hip hop artists write about their circumstances in the world so well that they make it universal to, and they transcend it. No one embodies this more than Nas. Illmatic is a document. It's a time capsule of Queenbridge. It's a time capsule of New York in the eighties and nineties and the inner city and the projects. And it's so beautiful that anyone in the world can relate to it. To have Nas bless us with this verse and really talk about it when he says the very definition of it was written means referencing his own it was written um it was chill inducing so um i like mm. i like the collaborative efforts from all the people on this album. It, uh, made for a very good record yeah um i love the hook the hook is in my head has been in my head for a week ever since starting on this path for this week's episode um that, of course, is Aloe Black. We'll get to that later. But yeah, uh, this is another concept song of the concept of Hamilton writing his way out, as he says, during Hurricane. Um, that's where a lot of this inspiration comes from. And as Lynn has said before, that's kind of the hip-hop inspiration behind making the Hamilton uh, musical, is that's a hip-hop story of a guy writing his way out of a bad situation and... Uh, going to prominence that's kind of where the song's inspiration comes from yeah and um the all the artists guy even Isla black in the limited time that limited time that he has in the chorus and the bridge at the end they all talk about writing themselves out of their circumstances as well lynn does as well which is uh fascinating yeah, lynn's got a verse yeah yeah, yeah we should probably talk about that this is the one song where lynn wrote an original <clears throat> Uh, verse because the right. other two times we hear them are demos. Um, yeah, demos of cut songs. Yep. Yeah, so this is a traditional rap verse and a traditional rap song with two traditional rappers. And you know what? 
it's different, obviously, because the content of what they're all talking about is different, but he holds his own rapping with them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's a great writer, so that's always going to be there. Um, and but like it's I've different always when said, you're on a song with rappers rapping. Yeah, on a song, song for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and with with other rappers. Um, and I've always liked his rapping more than his singing, so it's not super surprising. But yeah, he definitely he definitely hits it. Yeah, um, so good job there. I will say it's a little. It was a little surprising just because the these other guys rap for a living, and mm-hmm. it is apparent when you hear their verses their cadence their tone and everything and lynn has a very different feel to it and the first couple times i heard it i was like "Eh, i don't know but the more i listened to it i was like this is a really good verse it's just it's just a theater guy next to two rappers so it feels (laughs) a little weird (laughs) yeah a rap fan doing his doing his verse yeah Yeah. so i was like just felt a little weird but um no he, he he definitely um I, I I was trying to find a quote talking about himself and this experience, but I couldn't find one uh, when I was looking for it. But uh, it had mm. to be something really cool for him, honestly. Yeah, I just think it's funny when you said earlier, like, it's interesting the people they chose for this track and Lynn chose himself. So. <laughs> well, I was talking about Nas and JB's. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> so I was like, I think I'd be good on this one. You know who would work? <laughs> you know, we need a third guy. I'm just trying to bracket. Really brain. need a third guy. No, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, he should definitely have his chance to shine as like a, given that, given that rap verse, for sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. We've danced, we've touched on the song. So let's hear those rankings. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? We, of course, have Rick back in the producer's chair, ready to tell us those numbers. That I am, fellas, and those numbers are 13 and 10. Okay, I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) I was scared that this would be like number four or something. Or I don't know, maybe four. Last week was four. That's why I had four in my head. Okay. Yes. So So I was 13. That's why I got scared. Um, This one just didn't hit me as much as some of the other originals. Um, Like I said, I love the hook. The hook freaking kills it Aloe black kills it um but i just wasn't super inspired by the verses um like i appreciate them i get them i get what they're going for but yeah this one just never stuck out i mean 13 top half or no actually it's bottom half sorry um, 13 used to be <laughs> Somewhere top half, in the- but it's not anymore um it's like right in the middle yeah, yeah. it's like smack it's down. right in the middle but I, there, there's just yeah this one like Doing the rankings, it would, as I listen to more songs, they'd go um, above it, but then there's definitely ones below it. So yeah, I think right in the middle for me is is about right. Yeah, not too far off from you with 10, actually. Um, yeah, 10 to 13, yeah. It's a song I really liked the more I listened to it. Initially, like I just said, initially, that's, I was That's definitely of, true. When I first heard it, yeah, I agree. I was just like, mm. I was kind of like, mm, Nas. Girl me. It's like, okay, it's just like uh, not the greatest Nas verse ever. Um, 
And then like it took me a while to warm up to the Lind verse and really like understand the story he was telling and the, the impact of the story he was telling in his verse. Um, but the chorus really resonates. The element of having a hurricane on it really helped elevate it to me. And I'll talk about it later, but the Davies verse really um, was the difference maker that kind of elevated this song up my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was good. That was a definitely a good verse. Um, yeah, I agree with you that it grew on me the more I listened to it, and it did it did bump itself up as I ran through the album a few more times. So, and other things fell, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that was it for me. A lot of things fell. Yeah. So it just kind of stayed right in the middle there at thirteen. Yeah, well, I think thirteen is pretty good. Mm-hmm. If we were to do a rank, yeah. re-rank, it might slide a spot or two, um, depending on how yeah. I go on to listen to the album and uh, how things, you know, catch you at certain moments in time. But I like it at ten for me. Also, it's a traditional rap yeah, song, so that's 10. always gonna that's always gonna be a booster in my ranking. Yeah, it's got like hook, bar, yeah. hook, bar, or verse, I guess, whatever bars, bars within the verses. Yeah. yeah. Traditional structure, which is good. All right. So we are on to, we didn't discuss this. I don't know if there's a drop, but the artist spotlight. The certain artist on the artist. The artist. Spotlight. All right. (laughs) I'm glad we didn't discuss that. (laughs) Very nice. Sure not to discuss it. So I guess technically my guy is first. Yes, sir. He's first twice before yours. So <laughs> I did my spotlight on Aloe Black. So born January 7th, 1979 as Egbert Nathaniel Dawkins III. He's known professionally as Aloe Black. He's an American musician, singer, songwriter, rapper, record producer, and philanthropist. And in case it wasn't obvious, I got most of this from Wikipedia. Growing up in Laguna Hills, he began playing a rented trumpet in third grade. When it made more sense to buy an instrument, Black had what he later described as a very specific moment in his evolution as a musician. It forced me to be serious about it. I couldn't just do it to get out of the classroom, he said in a 2010 interview. Black got his start in 1995, teaming with hip-hop producer Exile to form the group Emanon which is no name backwards. They released various mixtapes, demos, and albums until Black launched his career as a solo artist in 2003, releasing two EPs and signing to the Stone's Throw Records. Starting <laughs> signing to Stone's Throw Records in 2006. He released his first full-length album, Shine Through, in 2006 as well. In 2010, Black released the album Good Things on Stone's Throw Records, a commercial success Good Things was certified gold in the UK, France, Germany, and Australia, among other countries, and ultimately hit double platinum sales. The single I Need a Dollar, which was used as the theme song to the HBO series How to Make It in America, reached one million in sales in 2013. Two additional singles, Loving You is Killing Me and Green Lights, became European hits as well. In 2012, Ello Black was introduced, introduced to Swedish DJ Avicii by Linkin Park's co-vocalist Mike Shinoda, who was a good friend of Avicii. As a result, in 2013, Black co-wrote the song Wake Me Up, and with Black on vocals, the song reached number one in 103 countries and became the fastest-selling single in the UK, 
selling 267,000 copies in its first week. In September of that year, Black signed with Interscope Records and released Lift Your Spirit in November, which was nominated for Best R&B Album Grammy. Black is actively involved in Malaria No More. The charity's mission is to end malaria deaths through engaging leaders, rallying the public, and delivering life-saving tools and education to families across Africa. So, very prolific artist. Really? I did not know he was that seasoned in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh you said he was born yeah, in 79? Yeah, the Avicii song is definitely where I first heard him. Born in 79. I first heard him and you got to it. That's what, in pre-pro, I was like, I wonder if you're going to bring this up. I'm not going to mention it, but I need a dollar. Um, I had watched... Okay. Uh, How yeah, to Make that was it his in first America. hit, I guess. I had, listened, I had watched How to Make It in America and that was that being the intro. Like I heard that song over and over and I was like, man, I got to find this song. I got to find this guy. And that was my first introduction to him. So, yeah, I'm happy. Not only yeah, did you get the that song got, a shout out, the TV show got a shout out. And that mm. show better be coming back, Brian Greenberg. All right. You already teased me once this year. Well, there you go. You and Victor and Cuddy, all you guys <laughs> need to bring it back. Go to yeah. Netflix, wherever you do. Lake Bell was on that show. That was the first time I saw Lake <laughs> Bell. Oh, man. HBO. HBO. Yeah. yeah. Great show. Great show. Yeah. He seems to be, he seems to be like the hook master because that Avicii song fantastic yeah it is it is very good all right so i did my artist spotlight i'll play the drop one more time the sort of artist the artist spotlight i'm doing my artist spotlight on dave east so david lawrence brewster jr was born in new york city and spent his life between East Harlem, that's where the East comes from, oh. uh, where his mother resided, and Queensbridge, where, his, where he lived with his aunt in his late adolescent life. He played basketball and football in Maryland, though, near Washington, D.C., alongside some, some future NBA players at the time, uh, Ty Lawson and Grievous Vasquez, and he formed a relationship and a friendship with NBA superstar Kevin Durant, still friends to this day. Uh, as Ooh. a teen, uh, East joined the Rolling 30s Harlem Crips, a subset of the larger Crips gang. East started serving, East ended up serving a uh, prison sentence. Um, but through that, he ended up playing college basketball for the Richmond Spiders before transferring to Townsend University. Towson University. Then ultimately ended up leaving after issue with coaches and after some legal trouble in B-more, East headed back up north. It was back in Harlem where his music career began to take shape, releasing five mixtapes in three years. East eventually caught the ear of Nas. East just so happened to be cool with one of Nas's younger brothers, uh, and he got the two together. After that, East signed to Mass Appeal Records, uh, which was Nas's label. He has a total of 15 mixtapes out and three albums, one with Styles P, one with uh, Harry Fraud that came out earlier this year. He was a producer, prolific producer right now, having quite the run. And um, he has a solo project that came out in 2019. East can also be seen playing Method Man in the Hulu series Wu-Tang, an American saga, which just so happens the second season starts next week, September 8th. 
First season was very yeah. good. Folks, you should check it out if you got a chance. Look at the timing on this I know. episode. I was, are, I, Kyle, I was thinking of it. I was <laughs> like, we have such great timing. We are the most <laughs> unintentionally timed episodes. Jeez. So absurd. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Spotlighting the two lesser known artists on this track. Yeah. So we got some lines to talk about. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. All right. Forgot to ask who's up first. You are up first, sir. Me. I am up first. So this is from the second verse. Develop relationships with fiends. I know they miss me. Before the metro cars, it was tokens. I did the 10 speed. Never had rode around in my life. What was a 16 and 16 arrested? I'm sorry. That is. That's fine. I think we're a little off on our time. We're a little off. Also, you usually don't say anything. So I was like, anything. Yeah, I was like, okay, so just play it. (laughs) Well, let's go. This is the start of Davies first. Um, I just like how it paints the picture of where he started from. He really gets it into those four lines here. Um, Sixie was his apartment in the projects where he lived. Uh, Using metric cards, tokens before that, riding his bike around. (laughs) But I like, never I wrote a rhyme in my life. What was a 16? So that refers to the 16 bars in a traditional rap verse. Yep. So I like the way he slipped that in there. And He's I, like, what is this? How do I do this? I like the way he slipped <laughs> it into the next line at 16. Um, right. Getting sent to the mountains, getting sent to prison. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. But my line comes from a later verse saying by, well, I guess rapped by one Lin-Manuel Miranda. I know Abuela's never really gonna win the lottery So it's up to me to draw blood with this pen hidden artery This Puerto Rican's brains are leaking through the speakers And if he can be the shining beacon The side of the GWB and shine a light when it's gray out I wrote my way So, a couple reasons why I picked it um, If you watch Freestyle Love Supreme You know that Lynn, uh, Lynn's big break was In the Heights so mm-hmm. him referencing in the Heights with Abuela's lottery ticket um, being the genesis of his big break in the song really made sense. Um, and it was cool seeing mm-hmm. how the story paralleled with um, his upbringing. His whole verse talks about how he was kind of like an outcast. Um, he was this kid that always wanted to write and kind of got picked on for it, bullied and whatnot. But he just kept on doing it. Just kept for on reading doing a book. It. I mean. Kept on doing it despite all the hate and animosity he got. And um, yeah, and then he prevailed. And, you know, that being the touchstone in the verse and that being the touchstone in real life. And we can actually see it. And it's I mean, it just had a fucking movie release. Sorry, I earned the E this week. Um, (laughs) I did it. I think it was me last week. (laughs) Yeah, I usually don't earn it. It's first time. Um, But yeah, so I thought that was really cool. And then um, him talking about being the lifeblood of the next generation of his family or whatnot. Um, I thought that was really cool. And the GWB, George Washington Bridge, another reference to In the Heights. So, yeah, it was a lot of mm-hmm, cool mm-hmm, touchstones mm-hmm. in that verse that uh, made it really, really good and made that line stick out to me. 
yeah, I had listened to this before I had watched In the Heights. And then again afterwards is when I was like, oh, <laughs> there it is. I get it. Yep. So yeah, good choice. All right. Favorite verse. I'll let you go first this time. Favorite verse. I already alluded to it earlier. Dave East's verse is really, really good. Um, also, probably because he is the lesser known of the three rappers on the song. So hearing his story presented mm-hmm. this way was very intriguing Rappers. and interesting um i initially my favorite line was actually going to be the verse right after your verse when he talks about the 16 going up state basically but then he has a line mm-hmm. where he references um we weren't we weren't pros or something about tools and pro tools so if you don't know pro tools is a recording software and he says only tools we were pro with were guns basically <laughs> so it was like yeah. oh that's a that's a very interesting flip and that's um and that really displayed his uh writing capabilities so yeah his verse really stuck out to me yeah he kept talking about like the dichotomy between Rapping how he was really living how versus living. how he was trying to show himself as living yeah so that was pretty good yeah really good verse for sure um if I picked a verse, that would probably be it. And look, all three verses are very good. Oh, no. But I said it before. Oh, no. I love that chorus. Oh. I love that chorus. Whoa. I love that hook. I got I to gotta pick it. Hmm. It's so good. I'm singing it around the apartment. It's in my head all day. He wrote it's his great. way out. He kills it. Oh, we should probably do that. We could do this Rubble every way. episode. Where did you have Hurricane? originally ended where did you have hurricane at the end oh i wrote that down forgot to mention it (laughs) so yeah this is loosely based on hurricane it's got samples from hurricane actually uh in the song yeah that was 35 Mm. was my final ranking on Hurricane. final ranking 34 for my rich for my initial Mm. and 34 for my final (laughs) didn't change yeah i think that's a round where i had it the first time too didn't really move for me. <laughs> yeah, so this one would rank higher extrapolating out. Kyle, this is weird math you're doing. <laughs> it's not that weird. 23 <laughs> versus 46. Just double it. You get the same thing. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. It's 20 for you and 26 for me. <laughs> I don't know how that works. It's a ratio. <laughs> well... What well, one thing we can ask if it works <laughs> is does the I don't know remember how I don't remember how you said this last time does this concept work as a song? Yes, extrapolating is what we were the, saying, right? Yeah, sure. And I feel like the answer is going to be the same uh, for kind of all of uh, the concept songs yeah. because. There's a reason they were made in the concept songs <laughs> because the concept. Yeah. Definitely they works. wouldn't be made if it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it works. <laughs> I mean the, so something I forgot to say, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Something I forgot to mention during the um, ranking part is I think this coming right after my shot in, in album sequence hurts it a little bit. Because they're kind of similar concepts, mm. you know, because yeah. the first song's kind of talking about starting from a bad spot, taking your shot and taking advantage of it. 
This one's talking about starting from a bad spot, writing your way out and taking advantage of it. So I think that's what hurts this one a little more for me. Um, I think the concepts are similar. I mean, they are different. They're not exactly the same, but I think they're just similar concepts. No, I and maybe that's what that. hurts it a tiny bit for me. No, I think that's it still a works. very yeah, good Yeah, it's still, it's still a good song on its own. Yeah. Um, just yeah. coming back to back, maybe if they were ordered a bit yeah, different. Yeah, if they were yeah. spaced out potentially, that probably would um, make the impact greater. But after hearing one and then immediately going into the next one, it's kind of like... Well, didn't I just hear this in a different way? What are they talking about? Yeah. And, a little bit, and a little coming bit. second, like if you're coming second, it's like, oh. Yeah. So, you're like, well, the other guy just said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes, that makes but, perfect sense. Yeah, it still works. It's still good. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I forgot to mention that. All right. Rick's been holding his tongue. Yes. What are your thoughts and rank on this song, Yumio? I have been holding my tongue. <laughs> and what I would say first is um, <laughs> that hook was good for so long. But how you guys talk about things getting repetitive by the Uh-oh. time it ended, I was like, let's just skip the last <laughs> part of the hook. That's the reason the song dropped oh, for on. me, actually. <laughs> it dropped because of the hook. Um, now, growing up, in the 90s, I appreciate Nas probably a lot more than some of you guys do. Um, so I actually liked his verse. I like Davies' verse. Um, Lin-Manuel talking about his upbringing in the Heights, I thought was cool. He was also the one that kind of kind of initially caused it to drop some. But mm-hmm. overall, I think as a concept... Also, his flow cadence was different compared to the other two. But I think that's just Lynn's rap style since I've never seen freestyle rap supreme. But um, love. I need to watch that at some point, man. I mean, I'm eventually. Definitely falling off. Eventually. Maybe next weekend point. or this weekend. Who knows? I mean, he wanted, he wanted to listen to it. I was exactly. Yeah, I wanted to listen to it while driving. It like, Come on. <laughs> Instead, Give I started t- listening to an audiobook since it's respect. not reading called uh, The Long Walk by Stephen King. Um, <laughs> it's not reading. Good story. <laughs> Very good book. But um, I couldn't find the hard copy, which made me so sad because then I would have actually read the book. Well, you're still reading it, so it doesn't hand. matter. But the, that's but it has to be a hard copy? Paperback works too. Just like a physical copy, I should say. Back to oh, the okay. Listening story to it hands. is not the same as reading it. But um, so what were your thoughts? What was your, what was your rank? I don't know if you said your um, rank. That's so not. I will say the rank of Hurricane, which was eight initially. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot! That's right, I forgot. I forgot then dropped eight. to twenty-eight. Um, twenty on the re-rank. Okay. A little more reasonable. And maybe it was because I was thinking of this song that I ranked it eight initially, which is not the okay. case. But this Ooh. one dropped all the way down to number five for me. <laughs> What a what a to five? <laughs> yeah, it was originally like around number three, and then I had to drop Oof. it to five. Wow, there was no way it was top three. Okay, okay, I would agree it's not top three. I yeah, I definitely agree it's not top three. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. All right, all right. Yumio loves it. Loves that hook. He, t- he can't get enough of <laughs> it. On a re-rank, he'll probably drop a couple spots. <laughs> I mean, I but still be top ten. I was shocked it was that high after right. the merit you gave it. 
I know. Oh, that, that was to fool you guys since I can't type things in anymore. Wow. Oh, he's trying. He's doing an audible riddle. Got it. Got it. An got audible got it. riddle. <laughs> audible head fake. Got it. Okay. All right. Yep. <laughs> well, folks, he's not done yet because it's time for the Metacritic game. Hey, we are the Tam Hakers of the Brunch. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time. All right. I forgot we were just using this. I, I forgot it yep. was a drop. I was just like, ah, okay. Um, but this is the Metacritic game where we try to guess, or the fellas try to guess where the artists ranked or their last album ranked. Um, this week, we're going to spotlight Nas, his latest release, The King Disease 2, which came out August 6th. Now, can I get that drop for Art- Artist Spotlight? Please. On the certain artist. On the artist. The artist. Spotlight. Now, at the end, now, this is just a comment. Now, at the end of the last spotlight, can we throw two more doo 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 doops in there? No. I think that would be so Look at this live producing. I think that would be so good. But, um, wow. Nasir bin Ulawu Dara Jones, also known as Nas. Um, no, Nazir Jones, he was born in September 14th, 1973. As a quick little caveat, that's where I got my son's name from, Jazir. I switched mm. the N to a J and liked the way it looked better with a Z versus an S. So that's how we got that. So he is a musical genius who was born in, actually he was born in, a, in I think it was was it upstate New York um, or Brooklyn? And then he moved to Queens as a young child. A lot of people don't know. He has a younger brother who was also a rapper named Jungle from the groups, the Bravehearts. That's who introduced um, Davis. <clears throat> oh, it was Jungle? Yep. Bravehearts, very underrated. Um, so that's all I got for him. Also, people know that beef that he had with jay-z where he killed him with ether some people don't like that song but definitely lost who am i to judge take those way better he definitely killed that song take we're not talking about which song was better we're talking about what take all right we'll leave that alone literally right now. Talking about what um, song is better. yeah we're, we're just we're passing it back on to the king's disease all right king's disease too <laughs> so i sent in my guess <laughs> Which is a lot of sequels. Studio album. A lot of sequels. A lot of sequels in rap albums, I've noticed. Yeah. It's always sequels. Yeah, TV, TV season two, all these sequels. TV season two. <laughs> uh. Chronic two. Yeah. So Did that ever come out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 2001, not two. 2001. Yeah, not two. It was two. the same. It was Chronic two. I know, but still. Yeah. Detox Eminem is what we're waiting for. That that's where I. Yeah, what are you that's, that's, that's never coming up. Never. Anyways, so our numbers this week are 72 and 82. Okay. okay. And someone okay. disrespected the great. Come on! <laughs> because this number is 88. Oh! oh. <laughs> well, I've been go. going lower every time because I'm trying to uh, trying to learn my lesson here. My lessons. <laughs> See, I always think about 
like established artists that keep releasing albums, they're not all going to be good, right? On your 13th damn album, something's got to <laughs> slip. But no, it's an idiot. If we, yeah, were ranked, if we were rating King Disease 1, you would have been spot on. Oh, really? Wow. <sighs> Why didn't we do that? Wow, yeah. they think King Disease 2 is better than 1. Can we... Uh, it is better. I've heard them both. Can we um, never listen to one? Do King's Two Disease one real quick. That's <laughs> 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 all. Scary. Or no. Or no. All right, that's two in a row for Joe. We'll see what happens next week. So, <laughs> now it's just a warm up. Yeah. We have talked a lot, so let's hear from the company. You believe weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. We got nothing from the company this week. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to leave your comments company. from the company, you can go ahead and leave it at who does a pod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can join our Discord by going to our going to the pin tweet on our Twitter account. Again, that is at who does a pod on Twitter and Instagram. Kyle. We are part of the Anulo network, so please go to anulo.co, check out all the other great shows on our network, including ones featuring us, and check out the Discord link there, because we also have shirts, shirts, aka merch, merch. go to wdap.anulo.co to check those out, we got company member shirts, we got Ham boy shirts, many different colors, because if you buy a shirt in every color and can prove it, you will win the ham boy challenge. Yes, you can. And, and Joe boy will challenge. make a live appearance. I will come to your abode. We will sing 46 songs of Hamilton together. And then if you buy all of, <laughs> if you complete the headphone Joe challenge, which is buying every shirt on my website, which is JoeDorval.com, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JoeDorval. I will perform my entire mm-hmm. catalog as well for a nightcap. Interesting. Cal, mm. where can we find well, you? Will you also perform the drops live. Oh, I'm bringing the computer, so yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least pull those. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm on Twitter at VT Loader. There's nothing useful there. Also on Instagram. Rick, where can we find you? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Again, nothing useful. You can find me back here next week, fellas. That is correct. So that being said, my name is Kyle. And I've been here with his right hand man. And left. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? 
Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, aka Leia, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.